Hi everyone, Corky Brabs here and welcome to our Service and Parts Pro podcast for this week. Hey, we're going to start this week off, well, we're going to talk about actually the repair order dues. Now, if you'll remember for the last two months, we're talking about how to write a better vehicle condition or customer concern, which we want to do we have to do each and every time. That's gonna help us in a variety of ways, among them greater productivity on the part of our technicians, and of course with our customers, they're gonna look at us as more professional. Now last month we talked about the do's, those things that you should be considering when writing a vehicle condition or customer concern. Do you remember those? It was do spell correctly. Do use proper grammar. Hmm, two, very important. Also, do be concise. Let's not get wordy. Let's tighten it up. Let's be concise. And then number four, be specific. Always be specific. Get right to the heart of the matter. There's reasons for that, and we'll talk about that in a podcast coming up. But this month, we want to talk about the don'ts when thinking about writing a vehicle condition and customer concern. And there are three of them. Listen closely. Don't use acronyms or abbreviations. I know, that's really tough since we work at a General Motors dealership. That's our way of life. That's our communication. But never use, let me say it again, acronyms or abbreviations when writing a vehicle condition or customer concern. Now, there's a caveat with that, and I'm going to come back in just a second, okay? Number two, don't diagnose. We are not the diagnosticians. That's our technicians. We need to give them the information so that they can accurately diagnose. So we don't diagnose. And then number three, do not use unnecessary words. All three of those are important. But I want to talk about the one that I think is the most important in this case in our business. And that is don't use acronyms and abbreviations. Now, let me clarify it this way. You see, when we use an acronym or an abbreviation that the customer doesn't understand, they become confused. That, that doesn't help to build a relationship. They may wonder, what's going on? Are they trying to slip something past us? We want to make sure that our customers are clear about what it is that we're writing in order to help them. I'm going to give you an example right now. Maybe this will help clarify what I'm saying. Mr. Jones, your ECM is showing four trip codes and is failing to flash. We're going to have to replace it and reprogram it for your car to work right. Now, let's be honest. If you're not involved in the business, that's confusing. What's an ECM? Reprogram what? Why is it failing to flash? You get the idea. So now that you've heard that way, that's the wrong way, let me give it to you a way that, well, frankly, is better for all of us and the customer. Mr. Jones, your vehicle's computer, your electronic control module, or we call that an ECM, it's faulty. And we'll need to replace it to get your car to operate the way that you want it to operate, to operate properly. Now, folks, think about it. Wasn't that simple? Wasn't that clear? I mean, that's so much better, isn't it? I mean, first, I, I described the function... That is the vehicle computer I talked about. Everybody understands a computer. It's the vehicle's computer. Then I use the term electronic control module 
that's the ECM. And then I said ECM. So from this point on, the customer will know that when you say ECM, you've already told them that it's an electronic control module. You've made it clear for them. They understand it. And I dropped all of the remaining technical jargon and, and got to the point of the replacement. All the while, the customer was, frankly, better able to keep pace with what it is that I was saying. Look, here's the deal. We want our customers to recognize that we're looking out for their best interest all of the time. In order for us to do that, in order for us to help get that vehicle fixed right the first time and give our techs all the information they need to be able to work towards that end, we need to be good investigative reporters. We need to ask questions. We need to dig. We can't take what the customer brings to us at face value and then just write it on the repair order. We have to remember that there are some things that we have to write. Those are the do's. And there are some things that we don't have to write. Those are the don'ts in order to make what it is we're writing clear, concise, and to the point. Now, that's this week's podcast. And I want you to take it right now. Go to your desk, the next customer. Think about what we just talked about. And when you write the repair order, think about what I should not be doing. Does your repair order, what you've written, does it meet the standards? The do's from last month, the don'ts from this month. And next month, we'll talk a little bit more on how to make it even better. In the meantime, have a great week, everybody. Talk to you next week.